Hello, I'm Peter Stewart on Twitter. Tweeter Stewart, T-W-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Helping you read out loud confidently, convincingly and conversationally. Talking about voice health at the moment. And we're just uh, talking a bit more about water and hydration. Yeah, hydration ought to be water, but... Plain, pure and room temperature is best, but if you're struggling to drink enough water, then try a few other ideas, because you could try flavouring your water with fruit, for example, drinking caffeine-free tea like chamomile, ginger or peppermint. Eat foods that contain more water. Yeah, of course, water is in foods, and as long as you're getting that hydration from somewhere, then that's pretty good, isn't it? So cucumbers and melons, but also cruciferous vegetables, Uh, leafy greens, high fibre fruits. They contain really good nutrients and vitamins, which also help keep the voice healthy and lubricated as well. But also you can get water from an external source that you may not have thought about. Not just drinking, not just eating, but keeping a humidifier running in the place that you sleep or maybe in the place you work or are most often using your voice. Yeah, that humidifier will make sure that the air you breathe is more moist as well and that can also help look after your vocal folds. Essentially, all fluids count, but it may be an idea to try and avoid... Yeah, some things you may want to avoid eating and drinking because these could affect your voice. Some people say dairy and chocolate and coffee affects their mucus levels. So you may want to monitor your intake and avoid them if you agree. Now, there's a lot of kind of old fairy tales and myths and legends about dairy and chocolate and coffee affecting your voice negatively. And The latest information that I've been able to research is that some of this information is a bit of kind of, as I say, fairy tales. It's not necessarily true. A lot of people, most people, and the people in the know, the doctors and the experts, say, no, it doesn't directly affect your voice. Some people may find that dairy and chocolate and coffee can affect their voice, but there isn't and there never really has been an outright ban on it. Having said that, if you feel as though avoiding it, or avoiding all of those three things, helps your voice, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Go ahead and do that. You may want to do a little test. If you're feeling a little claggy in the mouth, if you're feeling as though it's causing extra phlegm, cut it out for a few days. See what happens, but there's no outright ban on it. Okay. You also may want to try and avoid drinks from machines. (laughs) Essentially, I'm talking cold and fizzy or hot and caffeinated. Carbonated drinks will have the obvious result of causing burps. They may also affect breath support as well. If you've got a bit of um, those bubbles sitting in your stomach uh, and and, and you've got a bit of a problem there with maybe a burp that... may not quite come out that's going to affect your breath support yeah and as I say drinking caffeine say in coffee may increase your heart rate may make you more nervous 
you may have difficulty concentrating on the script. You may speak too fast. Caffeine can also speed up the production of extra thick phlegm. Uh, in some people, that may mean you spend more time swallowing hard or coughing. And as I say uh, a few moments ago, a widely held view that coffee will dehydrate you is now thought not to be accurate, although it may affect some people in that way. So just kind of keep an eye on things. It's probably okay to drink a few cups a day. More than that, just keep an eye on things, really. See how it affects you mentally, physically, vocally. Oh, and of course, alcohol can make you drowsy, slurred. Contain sugar as well, of course, may not be a good thing for you. And also, fancy turning up to a studio session smelling of drink, probably a not a good image for you. Oh, and also some medication can cause issues as well. Yeah, antihistamines, decongestants and antidepressants tend to cause dryness in the mouth and throat. An over-the-counter local anaesthetic medication, mentioned this before, for the throat creates numbness and that reduces your ability to know if you're damaging your voice further. Yeah, if you've got a problem in the mouth or the throat before it goes down into your esophagus slash trachea, uh, yeah, um, obviously you know, as I said a few days ago, you've got those two pipes, your windpipe and your esophagus, one carrying the air, one carrying the food and drink. But if you've got a soreness down before your 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 vocal tract splits and you're taking self-medication over the counter, maybe a cough medicine or something like that, maybe because of a sore throat at the back of your throat, sore mouth, something like that, and it's got antiseptic qualities in well, you're only kind of really masking the problem, aren't you? Um, and it may give you that false representation, the false feeling that actually everything is okay, that you can power on through, that you can continue to use your voice, your throat. And um, that may cause a bit of a problem long term. It may be suppressing any cough, which could be a good thing because you're not actually irritating it anymore because of those antiseptic qualities but also it might mean that you carry on talking and you carry on using your throat and using your voice. We're going to be talking a bit more about vocal rest, how to look after your voice in those kinds of situations in a few days' time, but it's certainly worth bearing in mind. Okay, tomorrow, still with the theme of hydration, why thirst is unreliable as a warning system. More on that tomorrow as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and voiceover voice continues. Okay, the bells, the bells from London. I'm Peter Stewart.